0: R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network this December 15th, this fine December evening. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F. Ah, already, it's, I'm already getting a headache. I can already feel it's coming tonight. I have a feeling, but we're just going to get through this. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host this evening, he is the one and only...
1: Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz
0: Navidad. Calm place in German. Welcome. El veke the program. I Did you Feliz do that? Navidad. Yeah. Feliz Navidad.
1: Hola.
0: Good evening, Elvagan. Feliz Navidad. Just a couple weeks away from uh, Feliz Navidad, as a matter of fact. Ten days away from ten days... When the big
2: fat ten white ten? man come in down the, down the chimney and give all
0: the nice, good boys the gringo presents. Yes, yes. And we'll be talking more about him, I'm sure, here on the program, as he is actually going to be wrestling at Jingo Hell Rock here come two weeks from tonight, taking on the Paragon of Greatness. But... uh we got a lot of things to talk about as far as Jingle Hell Rock as most of the contender matches from last week are over. We know who will be challenging for most of the titles. So uh, let's take a look at what we've got on the rundown. First of all, Lady Vicks will be de- in the main event. will be defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Uncle Frank. He defeated... Vex's husband Jonathan Rio last week to become the number one contender uh, to the world heavyweight championship. So it will be Lady Vex versus Uncle Frank. Uh, this will be Frank's fourth opportunity at the world heavyweight championship this year. Uh, he was he's 0-3 in world heavyweight title matches, losing two to the Paragon of Greatness, another one to Knox Boogie. This is his last chance, at least in 2018. He takes on Lady Vex, your thoughts Elvaken, on vex versus Frank
2: I don't know. I mean, I've heard of third time to try, but fourth time i, I you know I don't know I'm just saying there's uh, no his year I think
0: maybe maybe not we will We will find out as he will take on Lady Vex. Vex, will I thought Vex was going to join us this evening. Apparently, she is going to. She is not going to be here. Hopefully, we'll talk to her next week about her defense against Uncle Frank as well. Uh, she is defending the national championship against Vincent Jones, the one-man dynasty, who won his contender match last week as well. This will be his first title opportunity on a major RAWF pay-per-view. He's been. He's been an interesting sort since joining just a few short months ago. Been in the contention. This is his first official title shot. Do you think Vincent Jones, the one-man dynasty, is ready for Lady Vex? Uh, I mean,
2: as much as anyone
0: could be ready for Lady Vex. I mean,
2: look at her. I mean, you're not ready for that.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, it's got a point. Vincent Jones does talk the talk. We will find out at Jingle Hell Rock if he can walk the walk as he takes on Lady Vex in National Championship, Platinum I Dragon Championship. Like, uh, I'm
2: interested to see who who shows up for the match though, so, because you know I've seen some, I've seen him have some very incredible matches where he just like is in the, in the thing, but you know I've seen another match he just sort of you know kind of falls apart. So I, I'm really interested to see now that he has there's gold on line, who who shows up.
0: We will find out. Indeed. Platinum Dragon Championship will be on the line the Immortal Griffith to defend against the Prince of Wales. Now, Prince has been around a long time. He's seen it all. Uh, But this is his first shot at the Platinum Dragon Championship, and his first chance... As far as I know, the first official meeting between him and the Immortal Griffith, at least on pay-per-view, at least in a featured match. Do you think the Prince of Wales has what it takes to to take the Platinum Dragon Championship away from the Immortal Griffith? Uh, I have to be honest,
2: no, I don't. Uh, I mean, at this point, I think I think Griffith is going to hold that uh, until he dies, and you know, he's immortal.
0: Wow, well, that's a bold statement. That a bold statement. I'll make it. Uh, but we will find out. Uh, Prince of Wales. Yeah, do I get paid we'll, for
2: that now? Do I
0: mean. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. Oh, not. I'm sorry. Not talking to you. I was... Oh. We'll be talking to the Immortal Griffith later in the program. He has a couple of big matches at Jingle Hell Rock. Uh estrogen championship will be on the line lady vex the third of her major match title defenses at jingle hell rock as she will defend against the biatch of the month crazy mama now crazy mama beat her in the finals of the biatch of the month uh so mama crazy mama gonna try to go two for two against vex and walk away with some gold uh does winning a match like that in a tournament final give mama and a crazy mama an advantage over Vex. Uh,
2: yes and no. So on one hand, you know she now she knows what she has to do to beat uh, Vex because you know she's done it. She knows she knows. But at the same time, Vex now knows how she was, and you know she's a little crazy. So she probably has a bit of a mad on. So I maybe I maybe not so jealous of uh, Crazy Mama right now.
0: We will find out. Vex has a big night ahead of her at Jingle Hell Rock. Three big title defenses taking on Uncle Frank, Vincent Jones, and Crazy Mama all in one evening. However, Uncle Frank, also a big title defense as he not only challenges Lady Vex, he has to turn around and defend that FUBAR City Championship against the immortal Griffith. So, here's the thing. Griffith came into this company a few years ago. He was a hardcore wrestler. That's what that's what he banked. That's what he made his. That's where he made his money uh, coming into the company. Now he eventually, of course, became much more than that. Um, but those are his roots. I, the immortal Griffith grows his roots in wrestling hardcore. So the Fubar City Championship something he's always wanted to get his hands on. And in fact, I think he already had it once. This might be his second shot at it. Uh a chance to go for two. But Uncle Frank has held an iron grip on that Fubar City Championship, old oh, vacant. Who do you like in this one?
3: Uh
2: I I mean this one I, I think I may have to go with Frank. I, I, I mean like you say he he has good very strong grip on this and you know, look, there have been several big matches between the two, and, you know, when, when, when the normal rules apply, Griffith has always won, but I will remind you that, you know, the last time they met in a no-rules match, Frank did
0: beat him. This is true. This is true. So, Frank and it, it and it is hardcore it's it, it's going to be interesting to see how those two brawl it out outside and it's going to be I've mentioned this before I mentioned this last week for the junkyard match between uh Coogs and uh and Sai it's going to be very cold in Minneapolis uh come December 29th uh, yes
2: because you're a douche we mentioned this
0: We've we've talked about this. We have. That's yeah. that's true. But, I mean, does the cold weather favor the immortal Griffith, considering he he lived through the ice age? Well, uh,
4: uh,
2: I I don't have answer to that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe I I was going to say that cold favors the big fat man, but you know, because he has more insulation. But well, that's true. That's, that's, that's
0: good. Then again, Frank, I guess I guess Frank probably won't mind the cold either. So it should be an interesting Fubar City Championship match between Frank and the Immortal Griffith. Midnight Hobo Championship, Mithras has gone the entire year of 2018 as Midnight Hobo Champion and beyond that, and much before that. Uh, his last defense of 2018 will be against Alistair Fiend. Do you see him, I mean, Alistair Fiend, the... the well next up, next man up, and a long line of contenders over the past few months, over the
3: and past next couple man. years,
0: and next man down. You're just saying, Alistair Fiend, you're predicting it right now. No chance of beating Mithras no, in no. How do you <laughs> break a streak like that? You can't. You can't. Faith would not allow it. What is it going to take to beat Mithras' streak? To, to end that streak, do you think? Shotgun. Who do, <laughs> Okay, fair enough I suppose that I suppose that is true And yeah well, I mean, Alistair Fiend A renegade, an old friend of mine uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm pulling for him But yeah, I have to agree with you The way Mith- Mithras Has an iron Clad grip on that Midnight Hobo Championship, if Alistair Fiend Were to beat him for the Midnight Hobo Championship, that could be the Upset of the year Sí, I agree Triple crown championship will be on the line Money Sue, speaking of an iron grip He's held that triple crown championship For quite a while himself here Several months as a matter of fact His two latest challengers Are a former world heavyweight champion In Knox Boogie And your boy Blaze McCoy uh, That is That, could be, that is, that, that is going to be One of the hell of a triple crown championship match I must say uh, when you got Knox Boogie, former world heavyweight champion, and a man who has just been on a tear in recent months, looking for his first major goal here in R.A.W.F., Blaze McCoy. Who do you like in that triple crown championship match, Elviken?
2: If I'm honest, you know, smart money is probably on Knox Boogie, but I, I'm, I'm pulling for Blaze McCoy. I, I would like to see him have belt. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good guy. You know, he comes in, he fights his heart out. You know, the fans love him.
0: I I I, I but that's where I'm, that, I'm rooting for him. All right. I, I kind of agree on that although I mean Money Sue just when you, there's there have been several times when you thought the odds were against him to defend that triple crown championship and uh it, you know we will find out. We will certainly see. Uh so that could be his toughest challenge yet. Knox Boogie and your Bulbelez McCoy. Now we're waiting, still waiting on the end of the multimedia contender match to see who will face the paragon of greatness. Uh, it's being contended by Wrestling Mama and Kane the Governor. Uh, and we have two tournaments still underway. In the near, nearing the end to s- Determine uh, other contenders In the arsehole of the month To see who will face Anton Dare For the men's championship At Jingle Hell Rock We have a final uh, Two It is the Prince of Wales And at ne- Hell, Hall of Famer killin Neptune One of those two will face Anton Dare for the men's championship At Jingle Hell Rock And then for the Powerball Championship, to determine who will face the Paragon of Greatness for the Powerball title, it is down to four. It'll either be Hall of Famer Killer Neptune, uh, Jade, the Jade Buddha, De- Hall of Famer Davila, or John Taylor. So, that one in the semifinals.
2: I mean, you so know that's... who I'm rooting for there,
0: yeah. Uh, who are you rooting for there? Oh, come on now. Think it through. Um, you're rooting for the Jade Buddha?
2: No. I mean, Great. his are nice too, but not the right gender.
0: Oh, De- okay, easy now. Easy now. I'm I, I'm assuming that means you're rooting for Davila. <laughs> oh, see. <geez. laughs> All right uh tomorrow's superstars ladies oh wait a minute we got more to talk about and we're not quite done with uh jingo hell rock uh last week on superstars the champions choice champion jonathan rio uh let us know that he is going to be defending that title against multiple opponents but he has only named one opponent at this point and that is cassie joe i'm not sure how many opponents he plans on defending that title against uh But, I mean, kudos to him for choosing multiple opponents. Of course, as champion's choice champion, he can stack the deck just like he did in the Elimination Chamber at Black Friday. So we will find out. Who will Jonathan Ryo who besides Cassie Joe, who will he defend that Champions Choice Championship against at Jingle Hell Rock? Still waiting on who, who uh, Paragon of Greatness will defend the Supreme Fighter Championship against and who will face, fight off for the Extreme Challenge if those matches happen. <clears throat> also, of course, judgment. Two big matches at Jingle Hall Rock. His annual candy cane on a pole match against Luigi Mario and a very special challenge match uh, against the the Great Red Dragon with some interesting sips in that. We'll talk about that in just a little while. Junkyard match. Coogs and Psy going at it in a junkyard in Minneapolis. I've already got it all set up. I've got got it reserved. Uh, A nice little junkyard not too far from the arena where these two will go at it. 300% health, no DQ. You got to use the the items from the junkyard, and you must climb over the barbed wire fence of the junkyard to win. So uh, Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, a junkyard match between two of R.A.W.'s feistiest ladies. All right. So tomorrow Superstars, ladies and gentlemen, will come to you from the Rogers Center in uh, yes, the rog- Rogers Arena in Vancouver, British Columbia. The main event. Allie Bunny Harris to defend the Superstars Championship against Hobo Ezekiel. Allie, you better bring your bring your nose plugs and a gas mask and everything you got. Uh Alley Bunny to defend that Superstars Championship against Hobo Ezekiel. Hobo uh lost the national championship a few months ago to Allie Bunny Harris. This would be a bit of revenge, if you will, a bit of payback for Hobo Ezekiel if he could take that superstars title off of Allie Bunny, who defeated her wife Cassie Joe last week on Superstars to retain the Superstars Championship. So that's tomorrow in Vancouver. Interesting, very interesting indeed. Uh, So much to talk about. Uh, But usually about this point, I do the rankings, but unfortunately, rankings weren't enough to actually give you a tally, an early tally on the rankings thus far. Uh, There was only about two and a half uh, different round robins slash superstars to count, so we will return to rankings next week. They will return next week. However, as I mentioned in... uh, the scene and in the description of the show Uh, a little earlier today, I decided to get a hop on here and go over all the rankings for 2018 to go over all the spreadsheets. I have count up a bunch of points for everybody and find out who in 2018 scored the most total points, uh, and, and made the top 10 top 25 the most times. So, very interesting. I'm going to give you the top 10, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I'll I, i, I I'll admit I didn't get – I only got about 42 people done, but I'm pretty – I'm 99 percent sure I got the top 10 uh, because most of these people that are in this top 10 were in the company major, all of the, the entire year, uh, but I'm pretty sure I've got it covered. So this is this your top 10. 2018 point scorers total point scorers in the ranking system at number 10 hall of famer wild eyed yeti comes in at number 10 at number 9 your boy blaze mccoy at number 8 john taylor at number 7 money sue at number 6 mithras the title machine at number 5 hall of famer Killer neptune at number four, Hall of Famer, the Immortal Griffith. A lot of Hall of Famers in here. Not a shock. At number three, he's not a Hall of Famer, but for a good portion of 2018, he was your World Heavyweight Champion. He is Knox Boogie. At number two, this, and not, not a shock, number two, Uncle Frank. And but at number one, ladies and gentlemen, and he's, he he considers himself the face of RAWF and everything else. The Paragon of Greatness came in at number one in total points scored in 2018. So that was your top ten. What do you think about that, vacant? Any thoughts on what on this on this list? Oh
2: God, we're never going to hear the end of it from the top five. Like all, all of them, their egos are just going to go. And you go, and
0: you go much pretty much and i mean when we look at the top five we've got the entire opaque brotherhood in the immortal griffith yeah there's no egos there what are you talking about no no no, no egos there (laughs) but at anywho uh just a couple things to note about this first of all frank was number was, there were ten rankings periods in total in twenty eighteen. 10, 10 total rankings periods. Uh the, the most number one was Uncle Frank. He he was number one in the rankings four out of the ten rankings periods. Nobody nobody else other than one person got more than one. And that was Killa Neptune, who got two. Uh we had the Paragon of Greatness with one. We had Uh, Lady Vex with one, and then we had one month where there were three tied for number one. Uh, Knox Boogie, Davila, and Jack Bayou all got number one in the same period. Luckily that worked out for us because Knox Boogie was World heavyweight Champion, so Davila and Jack Bayou faced off to find out who was number one contender, but uh, only two people made the top 25 in every single all ten rankings periods. That was the paragon of greatness, and Knox Boogie. They both finished in the top 25 in every single uh, uh, rankings period. And S- Mithras was second. was tied. Ty- was third with nine. Several people with eight. So, ah, uh, wow. Uh, and again, Paragon and Knox were tied with the most top 10 finishes with eight apiece. So. There you go. That is your 2018 power rankings, ladies and gentlemen. Just outside of the top ten, Lady Vexum, If she had been here all year, she would have been in the top five easily. She was just a <clears throat> few points away from Yeti at number ten. She came in at a number eleven. So, just tells you how good she really is. The fact that she didn't come in until come in until March, uh, and still finished eleventh in the in the ranking power rankings. So. All right. Um,
4: um,
2: Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. You might want to call security. We appear to be having a cat fight in the green room.
0: I'm sorry. What? Sorry.
2: What? Um, the the chicas, they are the fighting in the, the green okay. room. Okay,
0: just break it up, you two. Come on. Oh, for God's sakes. I told these. I knew this was going to freaking happen. Wait, hold on.
2: He's Paragon, I see you out there. Paragon, grab hosts. Use hosts.
0: I don't. Well, that that might work for Cougs because she hates water. But I don't. I don't. Okay, just just come on, you two, quit it, knock it off. Oh my God. Well, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not getting in there because first of all, Coogs has claws, and and well, so, just, I
2: don't. You'll know this. I sent someone else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> someone caught oh Jesus come on alright uh, I have a feeling that one's that one's gonna go th- go for the entire show because I know those two they have plenty of energy to spare yeah Paragon Paragon's not gonna stop that he's enjoying it I think I think most of the gentlemen out there are probably enjoying watching this um <laughs> At any where was I? I'm now I'm I totally got thrown off. All right. Um on after hours. Yes, after hours, exactly. <sighs>
4: All
0: right, folks. Let's talk to the man who at Jingle Hell Rock <clears throat> will be taking on Jolly Old Saint Nick. Uh we're still trying to figure that one out, but we it's it's been a it he's had issues with Santa for a long time, it, it appears, and it appears Santa has been a pretty protagonist as of late in the paragon of greatness of life. Let's bring in Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. recognize that I am not alive, I I'm the am the fence in the hour time. I'm the chalk line, i oh line, everything is high from the red to the earth to the shadow fall behind. I'm the the
5: Uh, so, I take it Santa's still messing with the soundboard, huh? Uh,
0: apparently. Apparently. So, Paragon, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Paragon to greatness of the program. How are you this evening?
5: I'm going to be honest, a little bit better after you just read off that... Um, Overall rankings thing, not because I was number one, which, I mean, that's very nice. I, I do love R.A.W.F. I love to do what I can for it. But you know very well that I am a big fan of numbers and charting, and that that's something that I'm a big fan of. I, as a giant dork, I'm very excited that that list was out there. <laughs>
0: I knew you'd get a kick out of that. I I, I absolutely did know you, you. You probably probably wondered exactly how many. You, you, this it was probably your. Yeah. You you yeah. I I knew you would be inc- excited about that. But yes, that list is there. Not complete. Co- not completely completed, but it is there.
5: Well, let's just say that you saved me a little bit of effort and time. Approximately fifteen days from now, when I was probably going to do that on my own anyway. Okay. Well, how I... positions.
0: Wait a minute. How were you going to do that? If you don't know what everybody scored.
5: I, I wouldn't have been able to total points, but I would have done overall rankings positions within the top twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would. Oh, uh... trust me. You don't. You don't need to question me, sir. I've, I've thought this out.
0: Uh...
5: January first is one of my favorite times of the year because it is the day that I do all of my 2018 charts.
2: Yes, every year he gets new slide rule stocking.
6: <laughs>
0: well, maybe not this year, if, if especially if if Santa if he beats Santa up uh after that. Let, let's talk about this whole thing once again paragon. we 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 went over it last week. We talked about why you, you know, you think Santa is a is not exact you know He's not the icon, not the exact he's not on the level uh he's he's creepy, he's everything you know i mean I don't even know where to how to talk about this, but i mean for for most of us for ninety nine percent of us Santa is a symbol of joy of fun of excitement of you know for little kids. Waiting for him every year, hope you know, getting it, sneaking out of their beds in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve to see if he's sh- if he's showing up yet or if he's sh- they can catch a glimpse of him. Why is he such a symbol of I want to call it anxiety
5: for you? Well, you know, I it, it's a common saying that the devil's greatest trick is to make you think that he doesn't exist, but Perhaps the greatest trick is to make you think that he's a saint. I mean, all you have to do is take Santa, why don't you just mix those letters around because I see Satan, sir. And the the fact of the matter is that he keeps doing these very creepy things year after year, and everybody seems to let it slide because they they think that he's this symbol of joy, this, this jolly figure, and then they just overlook this dark side of, what Santa Claus is. When this started, it was nothing more than just kind of a silly joke, you know. At me and Santa were just kind of messing around. It was a, it was a bit, you know. And then it turned dark. My, much like once I started doing research on Santa Claus, I realized how dark he was. And um, it's, it's not just that his, his history and his, the stories that we already know of Santa Claus are very creepy and strange. It's The things that he's done just to me over this last month, that doesn't seem characteristic of a jolly patron of holiday togetherness. You know, he's... This this isn't... If he were such the good guy that he claims that he was, wouldn't he just, you know, turn the other cheek or something? But he seems to Uh, be constantly harassing you with with all of these crazy things and... It's hard to understand what's going on. Like, Just last week, I tried to expose a couple of obvious facts that everyone knows about Santa, but nobody realizes it was weird, and all of a sudden, everything that was going on around my house, all these jolly lights and reindeer sounds on my roof, they just vanished, and I thought, maybe I scared him. Maybe I scared Santa Claus by trying to rationally explain to the world all of these crimes that he's clearly committed that nobody wants to see But then, this morning, as I was leaving to head to the studio, I found a note on my door, and it had said, If you keep digging, you're going to find yourself in a ho-ho-hole. Does that sound like something that a jolly person would do? Does that sound like somebody that's a family-friendly, happy, wholesome entity would do?
2: I mean, it was a pretty amusing way to give a threat.
5: Amusing I'm, I'm is one word I would use. Terrifying.
2: Oh come on, How can, the you can you be scared of, of Santa? Look and at they,
5: him. I exposed the secrets of him. I I brought up some questions, and rather than answer these questions, he appears to have threatened to murder me. What? How? How am I supposed to respond to that?
2: I, I so mean, murder is a strong word, don't you think? I mean, he just said whole. I mean, probably, you know, he would have just told you to put the lotion on.
5: Okay. Does that make it less creepy?
2: I, I mean, I didn't say that.
5: Re- realistically, there's only one way to respond to this at this point. It's gotten personal, it's no longer a, a funny little bit. I have to go into Jingle Howl Rock, and I have to destroy Santa Claus. And I know. I know how terrible that sounds. But what I'm trying to do, what I hope that I can do, is by beating Santa Claus at Jingle Hell Rock, hopefully I can knock some of that joy back into him. Maybe I can bring some of the magic back that Santa Claus used to bring. Maybe I can bring that happiness back to the world by setting Santa Claus back on the right path, because somewhere along the line, something has gone wrong.
0: Well, I mean, Paragon, I, I I can't explain Santa's actions. You're right. It is kind of off character for him. But at the same time, <clears throat> he's getting himself into a, a wrestling match. I mean, any other wrestler would react similarly to what he's acting, preparing for a big match at a pay-per-view, you know? It, 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 when you think about it, he's probably just trying to get into into your head the same way a lot of wrestlers have tried in the past to get into your head. I mean, look at what the maestro did. It took you slightly off your game. Maybe Santa's taking a piece pay-
5: that, That's a bit of what concerns me the most. Of all of my opponents, who he's reminded me the most of is the maestro, and while I can say that was my last big opponent, so perchance he is modeling his strategy off of what he's just most recently seen. The fact is, like, the immortal Griffith has never showed up caroling at my door in the middle of the night to keep me up all night. He's he's never sent pictures of him walking me sleep. These these are the kinds of things that a wrestler does not. do. This is beyond trash talking. This is... This is something very strange. I, I really hope. I hope more than possibly anyone else that this this Santa Claus that I'm fighting that there's something wrong and that I can help because you know you know how much I care about the RAWF universe, you know how much I interact with all of our fans, including You know, a lot of our younger fans, a lot of the show can't be viewed by the younger viewers. I try to keep myself a family-friendly PG part of the show so that there's a family aspect to R.A.W.F. And these people, Santa Claus is their hero. So you know how much it's gutting me to try to have to fight Santa Claus and try to explain why he is the bad guy. And all, all I can think about is that maybe hopefully I can help Santa Claus realize what's going on and I can help Santa Claus be the Santa that he should have been
0: all year. I was going to say, I mean, you you realize you, the paragon of greatness who is supposed to be the face of good, all that's good in R.A.W.F. You know, you're the, you're the, you're the hero. You're the good guy. But yet, at Christmas time – this in two weeks' time, you're going to be facing the ultimate children's hero in Santa Claus. I mean, and you – I mean this has got to be awfully awkward for you, Paragon, knowing that you you may be turning away a lot of your fans, include, especially the kids, by saying these things about Santa Claus and trying to expose him for what he, what he quote-unquote really is.
2: Think of the children, man.
5: I, it, it's devastating to me because, I, I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of disingenuous good guys out there. There are a lot of a lot of people that that pretend to to fight the good fight, that like to tell everyone, look how look how good I am. Look at look at all these things that I do for the the children as they're smiling for the camera. But as soon as those cameras go off, they go back to being selfish and all about themselves. And you know as well as I do how much charity work I do for R.A.W.F., all the things that I do for our younger fans and, you know, our older fans, to everyone worldwide, I, I'm always trying to be there for the R.A.W.F. fan base, and I think that maybe more than anything, this is the mental game that has been playing the biggest toll on me, is knowing that I'm fighting this uphill battle against a, a lot of people's heroes. In fact, I would credit Santa Claus in a lot of ways, and I know that the people in R A W F are gonna have a field day with this, they're gonna have all kinds of fun with it. But I in a lot of ways I credit Santa Claus as possibly the reason why I was able to be, you know, the guy in the role that I'm in now. I and mean, you know, I'm a I'm a jolly fat man, I like to bring joy to everybody, you know. I I think in a lot of ways people looked at me and they, they saw something similar to how they've always viewed Santa Claus and that kind of makes it very devastating to for lack of a better term, go into the pay-per-view and kick Santa's ass. You know, it's, it really does hurt, but I think, and I can only say think, I think that I'm doing the right thing here.
0: (laughs) And of course, you will have Redneck Avenger in your corner in the match. He's had his issues with Santa in the and pa- in, in the past. Uh, a couple of years ago, he had a big match against him. Uh, so this—that's the thing. Santa's not exactly—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not a rookie coming in here. He does have some idea of what he's doing. If you saw that match against Redneck Avenger, he actually, for a good, good part of that match, was kicking Redneck Avenger's ass. Uh, I mean, we, we don't know. I mean, I, I'm here's the thing. He's very here's another similarity between you and him. Kind of like with Griffith, he's immortal. We know he's immortal because he's been around for hundreds, for a couple hundred
5: years at least, right? And so, I, feel, I mean, as far as I know, a lot and a lot, a lot of people theorize he may be an elf and. We know that they at least um, don't naturally die. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot going on, and that's, that is has been going through my mind. You know, last month I had to face the maestro, the one and only entity that we've ever seen document actually killing an immortal, and now I'm fighting Santa Claus. And I just, in January, can I please fight somebody normal? Please. <laughs> well,
4: y- I
0: mean, you can fight Oh, good lord! No one's seen that before. No, never. That is a novel but idea. A, uh, well, I mean, we, we've gone, we've, we've gone a couple months now without seeing that. So who knows? 2019's a new year. You guys may have to start a new streak. We never, we'll, we'll find out. But, uh, but on top of facing Santa at Jingle Hell Rock, you do have two titles to defend. At least two titles, possibly three. Um uh, when you've have to defend uh the multimedia championship and i'm guessing that will be against wrestling mama uh just due to how the number one contender match between mama and kane the governor is going and then you will have to defend the powerball championship against either jade buddha your brother Killer neptune davila or john taylor uh, first of all, let's say I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's gonna be Wrestling Mama challenging you for the multimedia championship. Your thoughts on defending that belt against Wrestling Mama at Jingle Hell Rock? Uh,
5: my first and foremost thoughts are that I really wish that's not what would likely be my rankings match. Because, boy, I mean, I'm going to give it my all, but I really hope that Mama puts up a fight. I I more than hope that Mama puts up a fight. I hope that she can come in there and pull the upset and win, because if there's somebody in R.A.W.F. who has worked their ass off so hard but had zero payoff more than Mama, I, I don't know who it is. She deserves to close out this year with as much gold as possible. And I, I think that while I'm not particularly concerned with the match, I beyond hope that she can bring it because I would love to see her win that match. And I know that's probably not what the number one overall 2018 wrestler should say. You know, I, I hope that my opponent brings it Hell, I hope that she wins, but wrestling mama damn well deserves a big win.
0: Wow. You don't hear that very often. Uh, but it should be a very good match. I can, I do tend to agree with you about Mama. She has worked her ass off all year, uh, coming up short on several occasions against Griff, Griffith for the Platinum Dragon Championship at Black Friday and on a, a couple other occasions as well. She's come very close to winning gold. Her only gold, the fact that she was the first ever Saturday Night Champion, uh, was was the highlight of her year. But... If she could win, she could beat you for the Multimedia Championship. Definitely would be uh, – it would definitely be a very Merry Christmas for her. Let's talk about the Powerball Championship now. As I mentioned, four people still in that tournament. You have the Jade Buddha. You have your brother, Killer Neptune. You have another Hall of Famer in Davila and then John Taylor. Uh, any predictions or choice, any, any preference to who you want to face for the Powerball title at Jingle Hell Rock.
5: You know, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that there's a preference. Uh, it would be hard to pick against Killa. He's a scrappy guy. He likes to go in there. But I'd really like to see anyone but Killa because there's there's been an awful lot of Opaque Brotherhood versus Opaque Brotherhood matches lately. Um, it's already kind of a, a tense area um, lately because of the numerous title attempts by Uncle Frank. I, I'd like to see anyone that's not killer win that match, but I would certainly welcome that challenge. Um, that being said, I, any of the opponents are going to um, face a paragon of greatness that actually cares a great deal about this Powerball Championship. That that uh, The uh, $250,000 prizes for those Powerball Championships, that's actually something that does mean a lot to me um, because I don't advertise this a lot. I don't really say, you know, I who, who, what kind of pompous person would go around telling everybody all the time about this kind of thing. But generally, annually, a large chunk of the money that I make during the year, I put back into RAWF at a certain point, as you know. And this Powerball Championship is allowing me to put, even invest even more money back into the company when I do that. And um, so in a lot of ways this championship is helping out our AWF even more.
0: You know how important that is to me. Wow. All right. Well then, Paragon. Good luck to you against whoever it may be. We should know by next week, hopefully. If not, well, I'm sure we'll find out at Jingle Hell Rock itself. But right now, it'll either be the Jade Buddha, Killer Neptune, Devilla, or John Taylor facing you for the Powerball Championship. All right, I want to touch with you because uh, touch on you with uh, about this because obviously uh, we won't be able to talk to him because he's mute, and even if he did show up, uh, all he would do is grunt and maybe grumble, maybe grumble a little bit. Let's talk about Uncle Frank and the year he's had. As I mentioned in the power power rankings, he was a close second to you, uh, and. Four times he finished. Four times out of ten, he finished as the number one wrestler right in RAWF in the top twenty-five. Uh, this is his last chance in 2018 to get a chance at the world heavyweight championship. It'll be his fourth attempt. Uh, you know, first two were against you. You beat him back. Second, he had a chance against Knox Boogie a couple few months ago, unable to beat Knox for the world heavyweight championship. But now, for once, he's not facing you or Knoxville. He's not facing a fellow member of the Opaque Brotherhood. Do you think that'll make a difference in this match against for the World Heavyweight Championship this time around?
5: I think it probably will, but I think more than anything else, um, what's going to make a big deal in this matchup is just is what you've said, all of the effort that he's put in this year. You know, when you read off that list, I was shocked to hear that Uncle Frank wasn't number one because I've, I've been noticing throughout this year, in a lot of ways, the biggest story in R.A.W.F. of 2018 has been the rise of Uncle Frank, a, a guy that really didn't have a whole lot special about him going on at the start, like at the end of 2017. Has risen to be this genuinely feared monster and this beloved figure amongst the the fans too, who, who love to see what kind of wacky carnage he's going to get into this week. I mean, you see him week after week, he's destroying things, and instead of instead of fear, I, I hear all of these fans in the crowd, and they're always chanting, you know, kill Frank, kill. Like they 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 want to see what he can do next, and everybody would love to see Uncle Frank take that next step. That being said, he's standing next to a very significant roadblock in Lady Vex. This match, from a narrative perspective, is a very important story point for RAWF heading into 2019. It's, it's the tale of, is Lady Vex officially establishing herself as one of the elite? Is she a top star and a face of this company going forward into the future Or is this a transitional period into where Uncle Frank finally gets his shot? Or on the flip side of that, does Uncle Frank prove once and for all, after all of these tries, after the year that he's had, he's just never going to be a person that's meant to be the face of the company. He's never going to be able to take that next step. One might say, Uncle Frank, is he a B-plus
0: player? We will find out. It will. It, 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 Uncle Frank challenging for the World of Weight Championship against Lady Vex, Jingle Hell Rock, but he also is up against uh, the Immortal Griffith, defending his Food Bar City Championship against Griffith. Now, uh, to obviously a different type of match, uh, one that Uncle Frank has been dominate, dominating as of late. Uh Bar City street fights, high voltage steel cages—it doesn't seem to matter. You can't. Uncle Frank seems to have a a, a grip on that Foo Bar City championship. However, he's facing the Immortal Griffith Paragon. Uh, obviously, you know a lot about how that goes, uh, but. At the same time, it's, it's a hardcore match. Who do you? How do you like Uncle Frank's chances against Griffith at Jingle Hell Rock?
5: If you would ask me, how do you think that Uncle Frank's going to fare in the Fubar City Championship match? Just one month ago, you wouldn't have had to tell me who the opponent was. I would have told you point blank, Uncle Frank is going to win this match. Me and uh, my brother, Killing Neptune, we've discussed this many times and. I don't even think that it's that controversial of a statement to say Uncle Frank is the best hardcore wrestler in the world. We've always said in, in a lot of ways, this is Uncle Frank is to Fubar City what Mithras is to Midnight Hobo. But there is a wrinkle in that, and that is that while while Frank is a dominant hardcore performer, there's always going to be within the Fubar City context that slip-on-a-banana-peel type of mentality. Like, anyone could win on any day um, in a hardcore environment. And I'll tell you, there's one person amongst everybody in the entire world that you do not want to slip up against, and that is the immortal Griffith. Griffith will hang toe-to-toe with Uncle Frank all the way through the match, and Frank cannot make a mistake. Ultimately, I'd say this is a 55-45 Frank advantage matchup, but I would not be even a little bit shocked to see the Immortal Griffith take this one away from Uncle Frank, and this is, again, this is another one of those situations, Uncle Frank taking on a a caliber of opponent that he's not necessarily usually considered the level of. Um, If he's able to win this matchup and win the matchup with Lady Vex, I think that that more than warrants being able to declare Uncle Frank has taken that step to the next level. He is a legitimate star, but I think that he, he really has to prove something to all of us. And I need to see the work that get put in before I start declaring Uncle Frank, anything.
0: All right. We will find out in two weeks time how Uncle Frank, if Uncle Frank can take that next step and win the world heavyweight championship. Ah, well, I mean, we got to talk about Knox Boogie, who you know just lost the world title at Black Friday to Lady Vex. Uh, now he has to turn around just a month, one month later, and challenge Money Sue uh, for the Triple Crown Championship, as well as Blaze McCoy. Don't th- can't not gonna throw him out of that as well. Uh, any motivation for Knox Boogie after losing the 12 title to get back into the title picture, even if it is the triple crown? Well,
5: Knox Boogie is a big picture kind of guy. And I think that while he would never disrespect a title by treating it any less than the utmost importance, that's exactly what this triple crown championship match is to him. It is a step towards getting back into title contention. It's, it's a platform to get back to the world heavyweight championship. And I, I think that that may work a little bit to his disadvantage. He may be looking ahead of his location. He certainly has the skill and the ability to arguably even easily become this champion, but his eyes are definitely on the horizon and that could hurt him. That being said, uh, it wasn't that long ago that money Sue got very upset at Knox boogie over a um, triple crown championship match. So.
0: Yeah, that's true too. Money Sue could be looking for a little bit of revenge, uh, for that whole episode a few months back. Uh, but that has been a while. That was early in earlier this year and it was not your boy, blaze McCoy in the match. It was uncle Frank. So, uh, A little bit of a difference, we'll see. Should be a very interesting Triple Crown Championship match. All right. Well, Paragon, thank you so much for all of your insights on everything tonight. Uh, And, uh, you know, with that being said, good luck to you in two weeks' time. We'll talk to you hopefully next week,
5: right? As far as I know, yes. All right. Thank you.
0: Paragon of Greatness, ladies and gentlemen. It will be a very interesting Christmas for Paragon, to be sure, in two weeks' time. Alright, another man who's going to have a very interesting Jingle Hell Rock. He uh, is going to take on Mr. R.A.W.F. He's going to do it in a very iconic match, one that happens every year at Jingle Hell Rock. It is the Candy Cane on a Pole match. That judgment always faces somebody. Last year, Money Sue, years before that, Spicy McHaggis. Uh, He's faced many of wrestler Unstoppable's icons in this annual match this year. It is this man. 2018 has been an up and down year for you. Uh, there have been times when you've been near the top of the ladder, and then there have been the times when you've been near the bottom. It's kind of been a roller coaster for you. Uh, on my list as of right now, and I admit not, it isn't probably may not may or may not be completely accurate, but I have you around, uh, actually ranked 22nd overall in the REWF rankings for 2018, which is not bad. It's still in the top 25 when you think about it. Uh, But again, I haven't completely completed everybody on the list. But considering that you competed in nine out of the ten rankings periods, uh, it's probably pretty close. You've had one top ten finish, four top 25 finishes out of nine, which isn't bad, isn't bad. But Luigi, what do we got to do to get you back on track?
7: Well, I guess I have to defeat uh, my uh, basically my uh, mentor, so-called mentor, judgment. So I'll be go ahead and get on the top, you know, so I have that confidence.
0: You th- you you think beating judgment will give you the confidence to go into 2019 and and and, and improve on this 20 on this 22nd ranking at least for 2019, and possibly get yourself some, t- some gold in in 2019?
7: Yeah, I'm hoping I can. I mean, I, yeah, I need some gold. I've only had one piece of gold twice, and that was that. And that was, of course, for superstars. But everything else I've tried to go for, and I end up coming up short.
0: This is true. You've had several title opportunities. You are a two-time Superstars champion, but in any in, in other title matches, uh, it's been an offer for you. Uh, including, I believe, you were one of many, one of many of Mithras' victims in the Midnight Hobo uh, challenge in 2018. So, yeah, we this would be a way to finish if you finish off the year defeating Judgment in in his signature match uh, that would definitely be a, a, a high for you I would think that would get, kick you off into 2019 uh, but with that being said Luigi uh, you know I'm sure you've have you ever have you watched any tapes of the previous matches that Judgment's had with say Money Sue or or Spicy McHaggis and these candy cane on a pole matches because they can get quite ugly I mean, candy cane, when we think of a candy cane, you think of something that's yummy and, you know, Christmassy and it's all, you know, minty and all that good stuff. But judgment can wield that sucker and make it look like a kendo stick. Uh, uh, Are you preparing for this match differently than you would a normal match?
7: Um I've never actually seen you know the other one, the other matches, but I'm pretty sure I can handle it. I've uh, you know I've taken being too far, so I can take what he can dish to me, but I'm not looking to basically lose easily either. So you'll have to really hurt me just to you know take me down.
0: All right. Well, and it looks like finally the fight in the chat room between Sai and Coogs looks like it might be over as Cy is being dragged out by medics. She's unconscious. Uh, those two, I just I couldn't even watch just because it gets... You don't call her that. Don't call her that. Trust me, I know. I've been there. I've done it, and I paid for it. See, Sai.
7: hmm
0: But it didn't... Yeah, any-
7: I was acting... I was actually in the middle of that fight too. <laughs>
0: yeah, you were. I'm su- I'm surprised you're not. You don't have claw marks all over you. How did the hell did you get out of that unscathed? She even. You are are you, are you okay? Did she scratch you? Do we have? Did no, she didn't scratch me.
7: She just used me as a shield, so all the chair shots that I was getting her went to me. But like I said, I can handle it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well. Luigi, we'll get back to you in just a little bit. I'm sure Mr. R.A.W.S. is hanging around here somewhere, and uh, he's got a lot to talk about, I'm sure, Um, but we'll get to that in the second hour. When we return, ladies and gentlemen, from a song break, uh, we will be talking to the likes of Mr. R.A.W.S. Judgment. I believe the immortal Griffith is hanging around somewhere as well, and quite possibly the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. All that and more in the second half of the program right after this. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
4: You can take the freeway down. Run, run, Rudolph, I'm feeling like you're married around. Say Turn it to a boy, child, what have you been longing for? Oh, I'm a producer, says I'd run the road like two guitars. And then away you went, Rudolph, whistling like a. run run, Rudolph, out going I got to make it
0: AWF After Hours on the Back to Basics radio network. El Vacant. Uh, are you ready for Christmas, El Vacant?
4: Police Navidad. Feliz uh, <laughs>
0: Navidad. Si. Is, that, is that a yes? Oh, see. Si, see. Si. Hmm. Uh, And and what is it What did you ask Santa Claus for Christmas I'm just curious What is a man of your stature A man who has everything like you do Who's had every championship in Wrestler Unstoppable What does that man want for Christmas
2: Oh I never ask Santa for anything That seems very pretentious I mean Santa is a good guy He, He knows what I want He knows what I like He'll come up with something good for me
0: Oh all right. Fair enough so wait, you didn't you didn't send him you you didn't write him uh, write him a, a list and send it to him? No, no. What? He, he, yeah, I did.
2: Oh, no, did really? What did what did you want, Senor Los Angeles? I'm I'm I the, mean, other well, than lots not... of you know
0: conditioner. Uh, well, uh, uh, I kind of wanted an Excedrin exed-, exed-, dispenser machine that I it have to cost my like, open bottle. It'd be nice just to have a little, you know, hand. I don't know because you know you all give me fucking headaches every Saturday night.
2: No, I, why, 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 I, I, why you have to include me in this? I, I, I'm your good co-host.
0: <laughs> my good co-host, I suppose. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll go with that then. I, I've I seen suppose. some of your other co-hosts. <clears throat> oh. Um, if the, if my former co-hosts Any of you are I listening uh, that They're not here <laughs> <laughs> If they could listen uh, At anywho Ladies and gentlemen Please welcome now Mr. R.A.W.F He has two big matches At Jingle Hell Rock in just two short weeks uh, let's Please welcome The co-host
8: there,
0: Vacant? Oh hi. Well, other, hi. Other, other, other,
8: other co. We well, see. I'm, I'm not a regular co-host. So I, 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 <coughs> oh, no, you I, I have gone. to agree with you. I have to agree with you. You are the probably one of the best. I mean, if if not the best co-hosts Amadeus has had. You guys, match kind of like you guys are like a younger version of Relic and Spicy. I, I don't know who that is But okay Yeah don't worry You about guys it. are You guys are pretty much In that league right
0: now Samideus How are you doing? Um I'm doing fine Judge And uh We're now two weeks away From uh you're big at Christmas, uh, Jingle Hell Rock, including against a man who just spoke a few minutes ago about <laughs> how he hopes he can finish off 2018 on a high note by defeating you in the candy cane on a pole match here in two weeks. Trust me, when I get through with him, he will be on a
8: high note.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah I suppose uh, if he, maybe, if, you know,
8: I've backed Luigi up How many times? Countless times I hand-picked Luigi To face me in this match Because I want him to step up And so far he's proven That he's able to Step He hasn't really stepped up But he stepped So Luigi I I hate to do What I'm going to have to do To you At Gino Hell Rocks I mean I like you and everything But We're going to have a little bit of a uh, Luigi ass-whistling Going on If you Know what I mean.
7: No, actually I don't know what I mean.
8: Well, trust me, buddy, you will find out at Jingle Hell Rocks.
7: Well uh, we'll see about that. That remains to
8: be seen. Which I I give you mad respect. I'm giving you props. You come on here, you trash talk me, you do your job, you do what you're supposed to do. Props. Mad respect. Well thank you. How do you answer someone who says thank you? That's I don't know. I've never been in that situation.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, it appears that we it appears it will be very interesting. Uh, Maybe Luigi's more prepared for this mess than you may think, Judge. I mean, uh, maybe he's maybe he's Uh, being so nice because he knows something you don't, Luigi.
8: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know something that I don't.
7: Probably, but, you know, I'm not going to go that way.
8: Well, tell me what you know so we know together. I'd rather keep it to myself. I just
7: want you uh, to keep
4: guessing.
0: No. Uh, well, okay. All right. So, with that being said, Judge, we've talked about that. Then, of course, is your match against the Great Red Dragon at Jingle Hell. Great Red. Now I do I do believe this is the first time that you've ever had two matches on the Christmas pay-per-view. Usually it's just your candy cane on a pole match, but now you've got a little bit of a distraction as well in the Great Red Dragon. You're getting you you you're, you're going to make a hellacious amount of money on it is with me doing
8: two matches. I mean, Junior Hill on you know, doing my candy King on a pole match, which is I'm, I'm undefeated at, uh, not, not only am I going to still going to be undefeated when I get through with Luigi, then I got to turn around and I'm going to face the great White Hope. The guy who basically screwed us. the guy who basically was here one day. And gone like a wind the next, only to turn around and come back to try to claim his fame. You know, there's a you know, ink pens run out of ink after a while, and this is what Dragon's done. Dragon has ran out of everything. You know, it's, how, how it's, it's, so? It's, 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 it's good to be. What do you mean, how so?
0: Uh-oh, hold on, who is that? Hold on, let me go check Let me look out the peak hole Oh, yep No big surprise Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Call, or
3: Get, get oh, in here hey. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah, hey, are you hold doing? On. Yeah, let me sit down and Move out of my way, move out of my way move, move. All right, let me get these headphones on Uh, hey, you pansies All right, can you hear me okay? Levels, levels, high, high
0: Check, check, no. check, my check. All check. right.
3: Would you care to do the honor, sir? Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I don't
0: great white just, just, just He, he no, is just the saying, greatest.
3: Thank you. Good evening. It is I, the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. The Great. Red Dragon. You're talking about the Great White Hope over here? What the hell? Are you going back, flashing back to 90s movies? You know, we got over here with White Man Can't Jump, and you got the boxing match with the Great White Hype. What the hell, man? You have a flashback from an acid trip from years ago? What the hell? What's Dragon, going on?
8: dragon, dragon. Dragon, dragon, dragon. Drag- I'm going no, to boost no your career I'm too.
3: here carrying it. You carry my career, I'm going to boost You're you. Not- You're going to boost me? Just like what I do we did do everybody do? else. What, we in the locker room shooting each other up with uh, steroids in the ass and saying, oh, yeah. Uh, what are we, we doing here?
0: We don't do that at RAW. There are no steroids well,
8: in RAW. That's right. There's no steroids in RAWF
3: Keep up. Let's go. There's no go. steroids
8: in REWF. There's no steroids in RAWF There's no steroids okay. in RAWF. Just
3: okay. like there's no you contracts in RAWF it, 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 Yeah, well, you know, I ain't going to say how rich I am, but I'm looking at my um uh, happy. here. Uh, uh oh shit! I got a message from Dusty. Ignore so that. are you
8: ready what? for this match, Dragon? Are, are you ready for for me to finally
3: <laughs> shut you down? <laughs> are you to finally shut me down? Oh my God! Look, I'm being nice in here today, just a little bit, you know. We've got history, and I'm trying to remember the good things, you know, being the holiday season. But it's really hard. It's really hard times talking about. <laughs> Thinking about all of this History that we have And then the fact that you You busted my knee You busted my skull a little bit You know And then you did it again And then I had a match and I kicked your ass You know Vintage isn't done yet for you Judgment You have no clue The ass whooping that's coming to you You deserve this You built this up You wanted it Hey you say you can end my career? I'm doing it for you. Well, not end my career. I'm destroying yours. <laughs> Sorry, Dusty's little tweet over here. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this, Jinko Hell Rock, buddy, and I use that term loosely right now, guys. There's a part of me that wants to keep that friendship, but I'm going to break you. I'm going to break you. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you. And I'm doing my best not to jump across this table. I want you in tip top condition.
8: I'm going to be in tip top position. I'm no, always in
3: top position. You're always in top position? Well, that explains a lot, huh? Where well, you can look out the window and make sure everything's going on. Nobody's working. Oh, my God.
8: I'm dance. What? What, judge? What? When, why? 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 Why do we honestly have to give to Jerry's kids every Christmas?
3: Hey, you know that's a great foundation. Don't be knocking that. I'm the heel, judge. <laughs> I mean, Jerry, <laughs> keep up here. Let's go. Okay, I you. I mean, it, it, it,
8: I'm, I'm, I'm lost.
3: That's okay, but don't worry. Anyway, will help. I, I am going to destroy you. And, you know, one of the stipulations, you know, I'm kind of worried that you might cheat and i lose my hair. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, but that stipulation that I get to choose, your matches for the foreseeable future, Mm, that could be interesting. If I were you, I'd be scared.
8: I'm oh, never no, scared.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Remember the snow globe? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember it. I still got it over here. It's great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I it, uh, stop it. Huh? <laughs> I'm just
8: laughing at this text message I got.
3: Oh yeah. Well, you should see the text messages I'm getting. Gee whiz. Eighty bucks for an eighty woman, eighty year old. Okay. Never mind. <clears> throat> what? Throat> Well. Hey, you know Dusty. That's the way he rolls. TMI,
0: anyway. Dragon. TMI.
3: I'm waiting for you to finish your promo here. You're slowing down. Keep up.
0: It will be the Great Red Dragon taking on Judgment at Jingle Hell Rocks two <laughs> weeks from tonight. <laughs> well, now I got. It. Now judges got me calling it Jingle Hell Rocks. It's Jingle Hell Rock. Ugh. Jingle Hell Rocks. No rock.
8: Well, you know, speaking Go of pro- rock, pro- you know, I mean, i you know, last week I gave away my, you know, I'm gonna give away my annual Christmas giveaway, and tonight I did not disappoint, as once again I have decided to give away something, and this and this is something that's very, 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 very helpful for people. And I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it. And, Amadeus, I, I actually gave you uh, one earlier. If, if you wouldn't mind what? Oh. Uh, posting that for me. This thing? Yes, this this thing. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, congratulations. My God. You are all getting the lovely gift of Killer Neptune's Star Kiss yes. <laughs> Chunky Light Tuna in a can. That's right. You're
5: You're getting Dolphin your
8: Free? Killer neptunes is Dolphin Free. Killing Neptune's star kiss Chunky light tuna in a can It even comes in spring water Enjoy I I think it's one of the biggest gifts I think it's one of the best gifts ever You know El Nacho Check it out I think it's one of the best gifts ever I think there's a lot of people That's going to be rushing to the store to get this
0: All righty then. Well now, uh so that is Judge's giveaway if gets a can.
8: Mm-hmm. At any and next week we have one more week. This is gonna be a doozy. This is something everybody's been waiting on. Next week, it was for the record.
0: I'm sure they are. (sighs) All right. Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Dragon. Gentlemen, it is time to move on. Our next caller two big matches at Jingle Hell Rock. He is defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Prince of Wales and challenging Uncle Frank for the FUBAR City Championship. He is none other than... I am immortal.
3: Immortal.
0: Notorious. So notorious.
8: I'll make you famous.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griff. Good evening, sir. So let's talk about, first of all, um, Uncle Frank Fubar City Championship, a title I know that is, is, you know, you'd like to add. Have you been Fubar City Champion before? You have, haven't you? Yes, 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 once before. And I, I, I know you're very much looking forward to possibly regaining that title here at the end of 2018. Uh, your thoughts going into this match against Uncle Frank? I hope he has insurance.
2: I heal. What's that? Say that again. I said I hope he has insurance. I heal.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, With that that being said, I mean, Uncle Frank has been one of the top – second, ranked second. You're ranked fourth. The two of you have been on fire in 2018. How do you want to end the year? Well, I mean, obviously, I want to end
2: the the, the, uh, end the year on an up note. It would be uh, it would be great to walk out with an extra belt over my shoulder. It's been a while since I've carried two around the company. True, it
0: has been quite a while.
2: So, I mean, uh, it is what it is. You know, it's like, it, it's Frank.
0: Uh,
2: I'm going to go in. I'm going to do what I do to Frank. I just slap him around like a little bitch boy that he is. He'll grunt a few times because that's all he does. And, you know, Then i will grab a car door or something and bash him over the head with it a few times.
0: All you have insurance right, on your sure. car, right? Stay away from my car.
2: Judge? You? Judge? What? Don't, don't worry about it. You, just say yes.
8: Just no, say yes. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Good to know. Thank you. Yes. Yes, uh, Killer Neptune has now seen his tuna in a can. We're not talking about – we're talking about me. This is far more important. Yeah, yeah, you're the immortal one. We know. Woo-woo, 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 woo-woo. He is a good one, though. He's Batman. (laughs)
2: Right, so no, right. back to what I was saying, I'm going to beat him over the head with a car door and possibly a car hood.
0: <laughs> okay, just not my car, okay?
4: Please? No, no, no,
2: no. No, it won't be your car.
0: Uh, I guess I'll probably be have a rent you on will. my car.
2: You already said yes, it's okay.
0: All right. At anywho, then let's talk about the Platinum Dragon Championship. Prince of Wales getting his first ever Who? shot at the Platinum Dragon. Prince of Wales. Who? Oh, I wow, really? Uh, not familiar with uh, the with uh, the Renegade Prince of Wales. I mean, it, it's Wales. How can I take anyone from Wales seriously? Have you ever
2: heard them speak? Have you ever seen the language? It's like they just throw Y's everywhere for no apparent reason. This is not a brain trust country we're talking about here. It's whales. People came up with, "Hey, we're gonna have national animals," and people said, "I'm gonna be the lion," "I'm gonna be the eagle," and whales like dragon. (sighs) (laughs) What? What? No, wrong dragon. I mean, technically, he is. The, yes, the Great Red Dragon is the, is the patron animal of Wales.
3: How you doing?
0: All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, and I, it, it, I've never heard. I've never heard you like that. Are you underestimating him, possibly? I mean, is that possible? I, I could be. I don't know. We will find out here in just a couple weeks' short time when you defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against the Prince of Wales. So, yeah, I mean, it would be the way a good way to, for you to close out 2018. For I mean, it, I, as far as I know, you've had, held the Platinum Dragon for most, if not all, of 2018, except for a brief period of time when Paragon held it and then Killa-Neptune, and then you won it back from Killa. Uh, so, for the most part, yeah, 2018... Monica. It was a small, small little hiccup there, uh, but for the entirety of 2018, you have pretty much been platinum dragon champion. Why do I want a
2: tuna fish sandwich?
0: I, I, don't know why you want. Uh, you,
2: you, Mexican guy, go. Do you have any tuna down in your truck? No, 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 just no.
4: What good are you?
0: And what? What is going on? I think Killa likes the tuna. I'm not sure, Judge. Have you seen Killer Neptune? I think he's pleased about the tuna. I'm not sure.
8: Dude, he's already ordered a case. He 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 wants a case of his product. I mean, it's. But you know, also we we also have a limited holiday edition, that is made in spermite.
0: That, uh, he, that doesn't sound That, does, um, that doesn't no.
8: sound appetizing, no No At all Well, he, he he's ordered a case of it So Maybe he's going to give it to Paragon for. Ooh, I just gave away Paragon's Christmas gift Oh my gosh Well, Paragon, you're going to be getting a case of Of Killing Neptune's tuna For Christmas,
0: right? Hmm well, I'm sure it's not the worst gift Paragon's ever gotten Considering no, Santa no. Considering he probably isn't going to get too many gifts from Santa this year uh, He might He might actually Maybe it's good with pickles, who knows Yeah, I heard it's good with pickles
8: Pickles Pickles <laughs>
0: Pickles. Uh, <laughs> uh, pickles, pickles, pickles,
4: pickles. All
0: right, both yeah. well, To good luck to yeah. you in both your matches. It should be very interesting. Uh You versus Uncle Frank for the Food Bar City Championship. <laughs> it's going to be very cold in Minneapolis. Is, is that concern you at all? I I In
2: this particular case, I have to agree with the Mexican guy.
0: Why? Yeah. Why, you why lived... did
8: you go? Why did you pick Minneapolis?
0: You lived through the ice age. You ought to be all right, right?
8: You know
2: I'm immortal. I'm not Superman. Cold is still cold, motherfucker.
8: Cold is cold, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: well, Minneapolis. We have, we
2: have an entire hemisphere we could have put this show in. Half a fucking planet. And you chose
0: Minnesota. Would you have rather There's nothing in Minnesota? Would you have rather Moose Jaw Canada? Or I mean, Moosehead or Moose Jaw. There. There's people there. Dude's people
8: could have had it in Mexico where it was warm. all. the
0: great all the great wrestling history from Minneapolis. There's no reason not to have a pay per view there. Well, I mean that's fine, do it in August. Well, that's the best we can't do it in August because that's when we go to go to Cancun or or the you know Mexico or whatever. So let me get you know, this straight. At the hottest time of the
2: year you go to the hottest place mm. you can and at the coldest time of the year you go to the coldest place you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you don't see a flaw in
0: that logic. Who the hell wants to go to go go to go to the Virgin Islands at Christmas time? That just doesn't make sense. There's me? no freaking Everyone everyone in the room who
2: wants to go to the Virgin Islands on Christmas time, raise your hand. Hands up.
3: Look at that count. Them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, I don't know. No. Having to deal with the virgin is bad, man. N-
0: not that kind of virgin, Dragon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but we can get you some dragon.
8: Uh, oh, God. Don't get him excited. Yeah, uh, Luigi, just to clear it, it's not a pool match, buddy. It's a pole.
0: Yeah, you don't want it in the pool because the pool's going to be frozen in Minneapolis. It's not an icicle match. It's a candy, anyways. You know,
8: I don't. I don't usually agree with on much, but I disagree with him on this because it's why? Why, why Minneapolis? Minneapolis. There's, that's 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 a state with too many
0: uh, letters. <laughs> uh, it should just be called right. Num Num I promise next year's Jingle Hell Rock will be held somewhere warmer, okay? I promise.
4: All
2: oh, right? Then, let me guess. No, so take the ER off the end of that. No,
0: no. Take the ER off of that because that could just
2: mean
8: two degrees.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: He's going to have it at Soldier Field in Chicago.
0: Mm. Anywho. Hmm. Somewhere right, warm. L Vacant. Um, we have a There's a caller for you on the air on c- coming on um, this this one's for you my friend so um, yeah <laughs>
4: That people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, R.A.W.F. E. Hall of Famer and former co-host of mine, um, Bubs, is here.
9: Good evening, LA. How are you? I've missed you.
0: Hmm. I've missed you too, Bubs. Uh.
9: Did you hear what all they got? Little... on the other hand, it, you mm-hmm. know. I was playing, you know, it, it's been raining a lot, and I've been playing in the mud, and I get a call from a certain feline going, you should hear what that big um, Mexican taco truck driving fool saying about you. Well, I couldn't get it on my four-wheel drive, so I had to just drive on in here.
4: Hola, bovino.
9: I kinda oh by the way, the uh taco truck's not exactly sitting where you left it. Uh are
2: my are my nephews okay? <laughs> I
9: did well, they weren't bleeding. They were unconscious on the floor.
2: My daddy deals. Why do these people keep messing with my business? is 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 we model Mm hmm.
9: So so would you like to repeat what you said about uh L. Gee, I, I,
2: oh, are look, are you going to say you did not intentionally give him headaches all the time? It was like not sports
3: for you. You know it's true.
9: Not all the time. Not intentionally.
2: You you, you used to tap scoreboard in your office. I saw it. You
9: no know, that was the that was that was the scoreboard for how many times he said, "anywho."
0: Please. How many times did you shoot off that shotgun right and right near my head? I mean, I've never, I've
8: never shot the shotgun near his head. I'm so glad you said shotgun because when you said shot off by my, eye, I thought, oh lord, I didn't count. Up. I never went counting my time. Thanks, you are. the ah, Did you get your can of Killer Neptune tuna?
9: Uh, no, I
0: don't believe I have. Well, we'll be sure to give you a case.
9: Uh, oh
0: well. And don't forget her, don't don't it to send her a snow globe. Snow globe. And oh, yeah. The snow globe well, with dragon on it. Yeah, the
8: snow globe with dragon. It doesn't can, have any can snow can or you anything. You really
3: call it snow kind of like globe? I mean, it's more of a well, no. It, it, it's full of lubricant, you know, just in case. Send pictures, <laughs> excuse it. Well,
0: hell and, and then hey, don't forget your you don't forget the
3: the Terrell the
0: Truth Johnson um uh, her her version uh, of the Truth Johnson oh, yeah. and Malcolm X.
8: Yeah, the the, the, the classic novel Terrell the Truth Johnson being in the Malcolm X movie.
9: Uh,
8: you know, he played Malcolm X.
9: No, I had not heard about this movie. I've I've been. Is um, that for an Academy Award? I, I I've been in the woods. I can't help it. I I've been in the woods.
4: Been in the
9: uh, woods. It's deer season. It's, it's deer season. I've been in the woods. I'm sorry.
8: Terrell was going to be at Academy Awards, but since Kevin Hart backed out, Terrell said he better do the same thing. <laughs>
9: <sighs>
0: at anywho.
9: Sam chat not working.
0: <laughs> Mark your board now, Bubs. I said at anywho Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. Let me oh that's, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. oh, Okay. Yeah, for, the one I write on the light board, yeah. that's the one where I intentionally get headache. what did I say that?
2: No, no.
0: At Eddie here ladies and gentlemen Jingle Hole Rock just two weeks away from Tonight we will have It will be a very special pay-per-view It will be pay-per-view slash after hours We'll kind of combine the two of them Into one show Two weeks from tonight December 29th Mark your calendars Uh, Be ready Be here and uh, we'll have A lot of fun that evening I have a feeling with that being said, tomorrow's superstars coming to you from Vancouver, Alberta, Vancouver, British Columbia, the Rogers Center main event, Allie Bunny defending the superstars championship against Hobo Ezekiel. So, Allie, get ready. Get your gas mask ready because, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, not not a pleasant match for you, I have a feeling. All right. It is now, we got a few we got about 15 minutes left. It is promotion time, ladies and gentlemen. If you have anything to promote, Woo-hoo. now is the time to do so. I will start with the great Red Dragon. How you doing?
3: How you doing? Uh, folks, we're going to promote the biggest ass woman that's coming to judgment since last night. Uh, there's, there's, there's video up right now on Pornhub. But anyways... It's coming on Jingle Hell Rock, December 29th, Target Center, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's gonna be cold, so pull on a sweater, cause your nipples gonna be hard, just like me. Look at me, baby. Mm, rock hard, gonna oh. kick Judgment's ass. And then the fun begins. How you doing?
0: All right, thank you, Dragon Luigi. You have anything to promote tonight?
7: Uh, just a uh, can-can-pull match uh, Basically uh, Go for me Because I'm going to kick Judge in his ass And skyrocket uh, to, to the top Basically
0: Alright Luigi Mario looking to finish 2018 On a positive <clears throat> note By by uh, sticking some candy Up, of, up Judge's rectum um, Let's see Paragon, what do you have to promote
5: tonight? Uh go back and watch Sports Center for the highlights of Saturday night football games where Paragon's Dog Pound destroyed Killer Neptunes, <laughs> Mile High Little Ponies, and uh enjoy your night. What? Huh. <laughs>
0: oh. Hey Bubs, you have anything to promote tonight? i
9: promote that I got a freezer full of damn because 'cause I've been in the woods for the last few weeks. Trying to clear my head. So, I am going to send it over to one Mr. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to send it to yet, but there's going to be some Bubz's Homemade Deer Jerky. In many flavors, coming to a -A R.A.W.S. menu near you soon.
0: Okay, thank you, Bubs. Judge, what do you have to promote tonight?
8: I'm going to promote candy cane on a pole, Max, and my master dragon. I'm going to kick Judge's ass. Me too. Okay. No, I want to promote something that I just seen on television. It looks really, really good. The Burger King six dollar meal. This is a meal, guys. This is a Whopper. With fries, <laughs> a drink, and two cookies. Two chocolate chip cookies. Where else can you get a chocolate chip cookie in a Whopper besides Burger King?
5: Yeah. Go now.
8: Hurry. It's limited for thought, the holidays. Go now and get it.
9: What I got from Hardee's yesterday. I only got one cookie at Hardee's.
8: Got to go to Burger King. Burger King got two. It says two right here on TV. Two, two cookies, ladies and gentlemen. All righty.
0: Thank you, Judge. Ah, Griffith, anything you'd like to promote tonight?
4: Who? Oh,
0: sorry.
2: No, no, I'm sorry. I have nothing this evening. Oh, wait, wait. I do. I'm sorry. We have an oldie but a goodie that just came back around. Hold on a second. Let me let me pull up the script here. Uh, I forgot they paid their dues this month. Uh, where Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, here it is. Uh, that's right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, have you uh, do you find yourself having problems making sure that your pets are okay when you're out of town? Do you find that you know you have to cut vacation short so you can run home and feed
1: them? Well,
2: we here at the Bubs Beta Care Center <laughs> will make sure that your fish are perfectly well kept care of while you are on vacation. At no time will we flush them down anything. Anything we will feed them. We will love them. We will even take them out and pet them oh wait, scratch that we shouldn't do that. Hold on. Um but yes, we will take care of your, your betas at all times. That's right. We here at the Bubs Beta Care Center are here for your needs.
0: Alright. <laughs> right. Thank you, Griff. L Vacant, last but not least, sir, do you have anything to promote tonight?
2: Uh see. Uh, there's going to be uh, a special sale after the show for uh, half-off burritos, only slightly squished. Uh, the tire treads on them are purely grill marks. You can ignore those. Uh, and like I said, half-off for the after show.
9: Sorry.
2: <laughs> right. Half-off for the non-sour cream burritos uh, mm. after the show.
0: Okay. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you all next week right here on R.E.W. hours. We'll talk more about Jingle Hell Rock and uh and I will go through another bottle of Ixedrin.
8: Oh, I'm a we've got to promote something. What's that, Judge? We want to give a special shout out to the R.E.W.F. mascot Mocha. Thank you, Judge. Mocha
0: for champion. Mocha for president. With that being said, folks, I think we're going to cut loose a little early tonight. Uh, This has been REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Uh, Good night. folks.